Hey, what's up? It is your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theorist, and I am back. I was kind of quiet there for a while. Um, I had my birthday this month, and I was just kind of laying back, reading, doing some research, and I listened to this podcast by the Stuff You Don't Want You to Know guys, and they interview a woman whose father wrote, co-wrote with two other guys, um, the Holy Blood, Holy Grail book. This book is about Jesus' bloodline, about um, the people who protect Jesus' bloodline, uh, and there's some other interesting information in there. I haven't read it yet, but I did end up reading a book about it. I own it. I have it in my hand right now, the Holy Blood, Holy Grail, but I just haven't gotten around to reading it yet because I bought a second book called The Priory of Sion, and it's about whether it's a hoax, conspiracy, or secret society. Now, if you're anything like me, you've probably read Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code or seen the movie. Uh, I get really sucked into stuff like that, where there's secret codes and hidden agendas and ancient art. Um... And it's just an interest of mine. And to see it in fiction is super interesting. Like watching National Treasure is another example with um, Nick Cage. But I I get sucked into this stuff. And so much of it is based in reality. Like the art obviously is real art. Um, the secret societies they talk about are real. Uh, they try to make it as true to life while still having it be fiction. So I like while I read the books to look up the actual artwork to understand what they're looking at and I get really sucked into this stuff so I picked up the book Holy Blood Holy Grail which Dan Brown actually got the in, the idea for his book from while his wife did the research but uh there actually was a big court case because he didn't give any credit to the guys who wrote Holy Blood Holy Grail but that's that's a whole nother story so I'm reading the book about the Holy Blood, Holy Grail. Come to find out, <laughs> I was not aware of, and this has been out for a while, that the Prior of Sion is actually made up. The guys who, the three men who researched for ten years the Holy Blood for the Holy Blood, Holy Grail book, um, got all their information from these Frenchmen who actually made up the Prior of Sion to basically make money. Let's just be honest. That was kind of their end goal was to make money. And the the Frenchman did come out publicly and say, yeah, this is all a hoax. We made this all up. And so that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> so I haven't read Holy Blood, Holy Grail yet, because I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, knowing what I know now. Um, we'll find out. So anyway, what I'm trying to get at is, uh, the story is, Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene. No, she was not a prostitute. That was something that the church made up in like 514 or something like that. Um, she was not a prostitute. She, they were married, and the idea is that she was pregnant with his child when he was dying on the cross. So she fled to France after he died and was raised and all that. She fled to France to have the baby. And uh, the, the prior of Sion, this fake secret society protected the bloodline basically kept records um kept it a secret and 
we're trying to put people in power so that Jesus' bloodline, basically, would take over. Um, and, again, with the mythology, the, the hoax, the, not mythology, but just this untruth, was that the church would not like people to know that Jesus had a bloodline because that would make Jesus seem more like man and less like God. Um, and also because someone knowing someone was a direct descendant of Jesus would make that person seem more important than like, say the Pope, you know, and, uh, they just, the idea was that the church didn't want that to happen. So the prior of Sion protected the bloodline. Well, yeah, so <laughs> not true, but it kind of makes me think like if Mary Magdalene did actually flee to France to have a child, who, who took her in? Who did protect her? So like I was saying, she fled to France. I don't think there's any proof that she fled to family or where she went or who took her in. But I would just be curious to see, you know, where she had her baby, all that. Um, there is no, no, there's nothing in the Bible that disproves that Mary and Jesus were together. In fact, there are um, some texts from... Sources that aren't in the Bible that say, that mention Jesus, and he says, my wife. Uh, there is, Mary is the pretty much most talked about woman in these Gospels. Um, she's talked about even more than some of the lesser known disciples. She's the one who discovers Jesus' tomb is empty. So she's she's very obviously a prominent figure in the Gospels. And I think that's definitely something to take into account she's um how often she's mentioned uh there is in the gnostic gospels which are not included the gospel of philip it mentions how peter seems to be uh almost envious of a very magdalene saying oh he loved her more than us and all that because mary had a a vision of jesus and was trying to let them know about it so anyway all in all it's very it's definitely interesting um it's something something to think about. And I, in my opinion, I grew up Catholic, I'll be honest. I grew up Catholic. And it doesn't change my view of Jesus. Because Jesus was put here as a man, you know, to lead men towards God. And while he may have performed fruit miracles, and that's all fine and dandy, that doesn't mean he has to be celibate. You know, that doesn't mean he can't have a wife and can't live as much of a life as a normal man as anyone else on earth. And so there's no reason as to why he and Mary Magdalene wouldn't be married. And it actually kind of makes sense with just how much she pops up in the Gospels and how much she's mentioned. Because you'll notice in the Gospels, people who are mentioned over and over again are important figures. And she's definitely mentioned a lot. So that's kind of what I got for you today. That it's really sad that the Prairie of Sion isn't real, but it does make sense. Um... I hope this gives you something to think about. If you've heard anything else, let me know. Call in or uh, write in the discussion. And I hope I'll talk to you guys soon. So this is a little different, but this again, it's Abby, your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theorist. I am still human, not reptilian, and I will see you on our next episode.